Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Krishna Bata, who is an author, surgeon, inventor, and founder of the Relax app. Krishna, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. We're happy to have you on the show, and we'd like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and some of the stuff that you like to do for fun, that'd be great. So Timothy, I enjoy I enjoy talking to people, and um, I really, before we started, you know, I was talking to you, and this is your third podcast today. I mean, that's that's just amazing. It's a lot of work because I did some podcast, and uh, it was so much work. So now I love going on someone else's podcast like yours. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Being the guest is easy. You come on, you talk, and then that's it. <laughs> Yeah, to be um, fair, I don't edit this show, so it's a lot less work than other podcasts. Oh, okay. So I have to be careful. Yep. Yep. Got to okay. be careful. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Tell us about, I know you said your most recent project is the Relax app. Tell us more about that and some other stuff that you do as your occupation. Well, uh, I'm a urologist and I'm chief of urology at my hospital in Bangor. It's a good size hospital and I enjoy my, I love my job. I enjoy it, um, but on this same uh, token, I also enjoy what I do with my app or writing books. I wrote a book, Journey from Life to Life. And in my past life, I had you know few inventions when I was at Mass General Hospital. Uh, you know, before I moved on to clinical jobs. So yeah, overall life has been good, and I, I enjoy it. You know, as you say, living the dream or. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Tell us a bit more about your motivation. Like what gets you up and keeps you going every day? um, So before the show, you mentioned that you, you love the energy side of life, right? You want to live a life where you gain energy and the more you talk to people, especially inspiring people, you gain energy. I mean, uh, there are people who will drain your energy too. I'm sure you have met some of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so conserving energy uh, is an amazing thing. Most of the time we love to waste energy. And one of the key component of our app, it's a wellness app, but it hinges on conserving energy. So we said three C's of energy. One is conserving energy, The other one is creating energy. And the last one, which is the most important, how do you channel that energy? Are you wasting your, whatever all the energy you have? Um, And gossip is not always bad, but if you are gossiping all day, all night and all week, you are throwing away your energy that you could use it more wisely somewhere else. So we love talking and and, and this type, type of talk is kind of, we inspire, we give each other energy. 
but there are many conversations which don't need to be, and then may lead to arguments and all that. There, you are not conserving your energy. You are spending the energy that you have and you feel drained and you feel tired and you feel, you know, it's like, what do I do now? So I love that, you know, conversation we had before we started uh, about energy, you know, it's like, it is, it is an essence of life. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. And tell us a little bit more about channeling that energy. How do people go about doing that? Well, the simple example is you become a president or or ruler of a country. Now we have a lot of power. How do you use that energy? I mean, that's and different presidents have done different things. Like JF Kennedy said, we want to go to the moon. And there was no, nobody thought of, you know, this will happen. There was no infrastructure there, but it stimulated the whole, whole science community to move in a direction where they ultimately had a person who go on the moon and come back safely. So that kind of thought process or energy that somebody can generate from a place of power. So similarly, when you gain energy, you should learn to spend it wisely. And that's the whole point, you know, it's like, it's some asset that you have generated, you have worked for. We, many times we don't think of, you know, how we use our energy, how a conversation is a lot of energy that goes out. What you visualize you know, digitally or on the TV, that also is energy going through from your eyes. So just, just be careful what gives you energy and what you know, drains your energy. Once you become aware of things, things start happening. You get it? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, like you were aware, you know, you love your job, but you want to do something else where you can gain energy, we can, you can channel your energy, your talent that you have. I mean, it takes some setup to have a computer, have the audio, edit or not edit is it, you know, like you said, you don't spend too much time editing. And that's, you know, you're saving energy there. So you, you are getting something, you're letting it out. And yes, it could be refined a little bit. Somebody, you know, some verb, verb is maybe edited, but that's more taking more time and energy. Now you can do three podcasts in a day, then you can only do one maybe, right? Yep. So these are simple steps, but when it comes to meditation, it becomes much more important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you write about meditation in your book, Journey from Life to Life? Journey from Life to Life is not a meditation book. It is a book, as it says, you know, what happens to us, how we live our life in this life, and how can we prepare for whatever happens next. Mm. So it doesn't force a belief on you. In case you return, this is the pathway. Even if you don't return, we don't even think about what happens after death. We leave it to, you know, God, or we leave it to whoever, you know, takes us there. Yeah. That book is that. 
the next book I'm writing is I'm writing about in, you know intermittent silence and, and uh, meditation. That is the app has meditation app. So it's a wellness and meditation app, like Calm and Headspace. But we of course think that we are we have more unique content than them. I'm not saying we are better because we are new, but, but we have a different concept there. So our concept moves around energy and I use a word called intermittent silence. Yeah. You give five to 10 minutes a day and spend it with yourself. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your brain cells. Give them some rest. 10 minutes a day, they will thank you. 86 billion neurons that work for you all the time will thank you for giving them 10 minutes break, rest. Even if you don't get anything else, you do get a lot from being silent because it opens the door to the inside. That five or 10 minutes is amazing. If you do it on a regular basis, it has a beautiful effect there. I love that. I love that. And so for those people who, you know, have thought about meditating, but haven't quite gotten into it because they're like, anytime I try to be silent, my thoughts just run crazy. What would you say to that person? Let the thoughts run crazy. Just be silent. You know, once you start doing that, in the beginning, it's an uncomfortable silence because of what you said. You know, it's, it's like mind has two components, uh, Timothy in our concept, you know, our concept is mind has something called minding. And minding is something that will keep, its job is to, you know, just keep producing thoughts and, and, the, and the thoughts will continue. The other is mindfulness. That mindfulness is something that you need in those moments of silence, but you are used to thinking. So when, even when you close your eyes and close your mouth, the thoughts are still in the momentum phase, you know, the momentum continues, right? But it may be two or three minutes, it will keep jabbing you and keep hijacking you, but that's okay. Get to know yourself, get to know your thoughts. There's nothing wrong with that. You can't do anything wrong there. But slowly and slowly, once you start practicing it, that noise becomes chatter. Chatter becomes, the volume gets lower. It still is there, but now you are more focused on your silence because silence is the language of the universe. And now new doors start opening up. And of course, you will do some more, you know, if you start liking it, you will start doing longer meditations and conserving more energy. One thing that happens there is what I call listening. Your listening improves because now you're listening to all the sound that is around you because you can't stop the sound. So if you are in nature, you will, I love to do it in nature, but there are some areas, if you do in nature, there may be rattlesnakes, you know, I live in Maine. So we don't have rattlesnakes. We don't yeah. have, you know, animals coming at us. So, you, you know, we go hiking and I'll lie down on a stone or rock or bench, and just time out 10 minutes. You don't really need an app, but app will help. The other way you can get help on the app, we have a lot of nature sound. So if you can't go outside, you can take one of those 
nature sound from Amazon or whichever jungle you like, and, and just close your eyes and become a listener to that. And let the thoughts coexist with you. Many people say, watch the thoughts. I'm saying, don't even watch it. Just let it hang around there. And sometimes it might hijack you. That's okay. When you realize it, come back to your silence. But this listening is so important, uh, Timothy. You become a good listener. That's good, right? And it's, it's good to listen. If you have, I mean, you are young, you may not have kids or you may have kids. Your kid come, comes running down to you and you are busy doing something else. He doesn't feel that connected, but you just, you know, pay one minute attention, total attention to him or her. And you will feel the difference, you know, it's just different. So that is uh, listening, right? Power of listening. But power of silent listening is, is still more, much deeper. This silent listening is a phenomena as if you just imagine that the nature, the tree wants to talk to you. Or the river that is flowing is wanting to talk to you. That is called silent listening. So slowly and slowly you get to a point where I had a um, I mean, person, he has been practicing this grounding. You know, many people talk about grounding, earthing, like, you know, you take off your shoes and just, you know, touch your feet, mother earth or whatever, father earth, whatever you believe in, on the grass or in the water, he stands there and practices intermittent silence without any app or anything. And one day he thought he was talking to a squirrel that was there. I mean, maybe he's imagining, but you know, he was not trying to look at this squirrel, you know, it's just a squirrel was having a conversation with him. So the point I'm making is that the whole universe wants to talk to you. And that silent, silent listening in that intermittent silence can be profound, even if you don't talk to the universe, but you know, the sound that is coming to you, you know, it just, just gives you energy. I love that. I love that. Well, let's jump into your dreams and goals. I wrote a couple of them down in what you were just saying, talking about, you know, your book journey from life to life is teaching people how they can live our life in this life and prepare for the next life. You're also writing a book coming up about intermittent silence and meditation, teaching people about the power of silent listening. Do you have any other dreams or goals slash vision that you want to touch on? Well, the, the overall dream is to share what I have experienced and I have learned with the world. If higher the energy, more peaceful you are. So if you can conserve energy, if you can create energy, live at a higher you know, inner energy. I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, running a boy running around having ADHD. I'm talking about the inner strength, right? So the more the inner energy you have, the more you can deal with the stress, burnout, or, you know, you won't even happen if yeah. you live at that higher energy. And that kind of all this experience that I have gained by years of meditation and practice, now I'm trying to create packages that can help other people. And the more I can get it out there, you know, I mean, you, have, you are young, you are in a place where you know how hard it is to get the word out. 
So through you, I mean, if I can get the word out, even to one person, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Sharing what you've experienced with the world, getting everybody to that higher energy so they experience the peace that you've gotten to experience. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Well, awesome. If there were one or two people that you could meet right now, this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they could really help you take that next step towards really getting that word out. Who would they be and how would they do it? Well, it's always people who have um, you know, bigger influence in the world. Um, and those influencers, you have, you're becoming an influencer. So <laughs> those, I mean, I, I don't want to name anybody because there are many of them. I mean, there's, it's just, um, if I can enroll you, you can enroll someone else. I mean, the concept is so simple because life is simple. I think the concept should be simple and the goals should be simple as well. It's like Google, what is their goal? They want to be the source for information, right? I mean, that's as simple as that. They want to be the best search engine. Their, their vision and mission is very straightforward, simple, right? So yeah. we want to make it simple, but at, at the same time, um, it's interesting because I went and did a, I was, I'm testing this theory, if it works or not, you know, on other people, because it worked for me, I feel excited. Does it work? So I went to a group of people, a couple of places, and we did some of these routines that is on our app. And it was amazing. I mean, people came to me and said, I don't only feel relaxed and peaceful, but I feel more energy. And that's where we want to be. Yeah, absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. I'm just curious. For the people who are listening to this right now and they're hearing about this meditation, intermittent silence, and they're like, okay, I like the idea of it, but I'm scared of my own thoughts. What would you say to them? That is a wonderful question. And one of the thing, you know, uh, tagline I had is mind is your friend. Hmm. Have a friendly relationship with your mind. If you start calling it names, monkey mind, or you know, the, my mind is bad, it's your mind. It's not going away. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. And it's amazing that once you have a friendly relationship, mind starts supporting you. Hmm. Yeah. The first, the first thing mind will do is put barrier. It doesn't matter whether you want to go to gym, whether you want to do meditation. It, just, it raises barriers and say, oh, why do you want to do that? You are in a good shape. You don't need meditation. Nobody needs meditation, but it helps you. It makes you a better person. Yeah. So it's not because you want need it, but you want to grow. So yes, you're right. Many people come to me and say that my mind is wandering. What do I do with my mind? You know, they want to take their mind and throw it out, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. And so, so I, what were you going to say? No, the same thing, you know, I'm repeating myself. Have a friendly relationship with your mind. Gotcha. And so how does one go about starting to build that friendly relationship with their mind? Is it through means of meditation? That's one, but having just the conversation, 
as I said, sometimes awareness and sometimes the relationship. Once you start, you know, how do you, you meet someone and you love her or love, you know, or love him or whatever. How did you build that relationship? It just happened, right? You felt some chemistry. And so once you start having a, you know, better attitude with your mind, it just happens. Your, your mind becomes your friend. And your mind can become your enemy too. It can take you on roads that you don't want to go, you know. Yeah. Mind, is, mind is powerful. Our thoughts, our mind is amazingly powerful, you know, thing that we have. But to give a deeper answer, in our app, we have a concept of body, mind, and flame of consciousness. So we have three assets, not just two. Most people talk about body and mind and body and mind balance. How do you work on mind? But so let's go over the whole thing because this next question comes, where is the spirit or soul, right? So spirit or soul is your nucleus. And whatever you believe in, whatever religion you are, you either believe in soul or spirit, that's the center of the inside. Just outside is this individual consciousness we all have. And that is the one I call flame because you know I can express the flame is getting larger, bigger. And it is, it, and the flame also depicts that it's, consciousness is energy, pure energy. Yeah. And, and the body and mind is a reflection of your conscience, size of your flame. So all the meditation that we have works on that flame. It doesn't work on your mind. Many people have guided meditation which works on the mind. It takes you on a trip, brings you back, and you feel good. And you know, I'm not saying they're wrong because you can work on the mind. Mind can be worked on. We go to university you know, with the mind or we go to inventions with the mind. The same way we can you know, work on the mind to make it a little quieter. But if you raise the your, you know, size of your flame of consciousness, suddenly everything else becomes affected by that. And that's where the energy comes and that's where we are talking about. And that's where all the techniques of uh, meditation you know, that we have because there are some bridging points, bridging things that bridge between body and mind and that. One of them is breathing. So there are many breathing techniques, breathing meditations. One of them we have is humming. You hum and that creates energy. And there is research on that, that humming can create energy. Humming can uh, produce nitric oxide in the sinuses that is 15 fold higher than when you are not humming. So these are some of the, and then there is the concept of chakras. The chakras, different chakras can connect to that, that gateway. Then we have the chi and ka, you know, the Japanese and Chinese have worked out how to connect to that. And you don't have to believe in it. Just try to see it. And, you know, it's amazing how sometimes things work. Like one of the Chinese exercise is that, you know, put your hand like this, you know, like parallel 
and feel that energy is going from here to here. And in the beginning, you can imagine, but then you really feel the flow. Yeah. A simple test. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm taking the no. long explanations for your questions. No, that's awesome. I love that. I love the idea of that. What do you call it? You call it your flame, your spirited flame? Yeah. Well, the spirit is inside and is the nucleus. I'm not touching the spirit. Around that is this, you know, your individual consciousness. And I call flame of consciousness. Flame of consciousness. I really like that because I'm not a big meditator, but I'm, I want to meditate more. Like I want to get into it and I hear about, you know, the like the mind body, but that like flame of consciousness, I feel like is a missing piece that I haven't like, like nobody's really explained it to me like that. Yeah. So I appreciate it. It's funny. You said you don't meditate. I was talking to somebody. I live in Maine, you know, uh, it's a interesting community and uh, you, your place may be, you know, different and, but you may have friends like that. So I was talking to him and he says, why oh, don't meditate? I said, okay, tell me, what do you do? You know, sometimes uh, what kind of things you like to do? So one of the things he likes to do is um, he was saying that he takes his you know, car or, or truck or whatever and goes driving. There is a golden road in Maine, you know, which is in the boonies. And then he takes further road, you know, from there off to some area of Allegash, which is right, nobody there for miles. And he will drive this three, four hours dirt road and goes to his camp, which is a lonely camp. There's nobody, no one around. He's married with family, but he goes you know, alone, spends four days there. If that is not a meditation retreat, what is? But yeah. he doesn't meditate. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. You know, I will, uh, when I, right before I go to sleep, the way I am able to go to sleep is I get an image of like a water droplet into a pond and then it, like spreads out. And then I like repeat tranquility to myself and that like lulls me to sleep. So I'd say that's the closest I get. You don't meditate, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess when I think of meditation, I always think of like a certain thing. And I think that like picture of that certain thing, I'm like, I, well, I don't yeah, know that. A, so I don't a monk in the Himalayas or a hippie in the 60s, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm writing an article, a new meditation man. And my new meditation man is, you know, like you doing that thing. Or my other person who described me, you know, four days retreat. That is, you know you add a little bit of mindfulness and awareness, it becomes meditation. There's, meditation is any time you spend with yourself, yourself, in my view, is meditation. I love that. And I think the viewers are going to love that too, because it probably cleared up some things for them. So thank you. Well, awesome. Let's, uh, let's jump into our thriving three. What's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. There is a book I love, and I gave that name, Hidden Mysteries. And that, that's the book by Osho. And I, I love that book. It's like, I've read it a few times. It's just, mystery itself is hidden, but in hidden mysteries, I mean, it's, even if things written in there is not true, I love the book. 
And who's the author again? Osho, O-S-H-O. Gotcha, gotcha. There we go. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Obviously, intermittent silence. Yep. You know, <laughs> it's like spend some time with me, gain some energy, and then I can go and spend it. There we go. There we go. I'm going to have to take that question out and replace it with a more dynamic question. <laughs> um, what is one action step that you can take right now to meet more influencers that can help you get the message out there? Well, we are working on many things, uh, you know, similar things. I mean, trying to connect with people, but talking to you, your listeners, and uh, if it helps them, they should spread the word. I mean, that's the, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else. I mean, I know I saw some of your things, you, you know, each one talks to five people and five people talk to five, you know, that chain reaction. I wish that happens, but yeah, that's a, yeah. you put it very well on some of your podcasts. Yes, no, absolutely. I mean, it's what we always ask at the end of the show. If you know somebody who needs to listen to this, send it to one to three people and uh, just share the message because it's always important to share things that will change lives. Yeah, especially if you like it. I mean, first of all, you know, their mind has to agree to that. You know? Yes, yes, yeah, for sure. You know, I will say I've seen some people who listen to something and they're like, you know, this wasn't for me, but I know who does need to hear it. And then they'll shoot it off. So, but yeah. for sure, don't send something that you think is stupid. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, I got one last question for you. Actually, I have two. Tell us about um, consistency in meditation and how important it is, if it is important. So, consistency. So, typically, I say do the same meditation, same time, same place. And suddenly you will feel that when the time comes, something is calling you. And, and, and the place becomes charged or with vibrations. So it just becomes, the whole thing becomes a synergy. And then it becomes easier. So it's very important if you can be consistent. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. We do it, I mean, like you said about sleep. I, uh, me and my wife, we do it every night when we go to sleep. Just turn on one of the meditations and do it. And sometimes you go through sleep halfway the meditation, but there's nothing wrong with that. If you get a good sleep, you know, good sleep. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> there we go. Well, awesome. This last question requires a bit of pretext. Is that okay? Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know how there are people on the planet who have more of that fixed mindset, not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they live their whole life like that and they'll die like that. Other times they'll switch over to a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, the catalyst always comes from inside. I mean, it's a journey of your journey. And, uh, you know, like in, in India, we believe in multiple lives. If it didn't happen this life, it will happen next life. I mean, that's the downside of that. Because sometimes if you have only one life in your brain, 
then you want to accomplish everything in this life. But I'll tell you sometimes, you know, it, it may not trigger for the person, it may trigger to someone else. And this is a, you know, it's like a little relatively sad story, or, you know, for my sake, you know, at least in my mind. So this person, I'm a physician, so I hear, you know, one of the nurses told me this about her father, that, you know, her father was sick, you know, he couldn't breathe and he was, you know, taking his last things. So someone bent over to him and said, what do you think of about your life, you know? How was it? And he turned around and said, I wasted my life. And that was not good to hear because he had, you know, he was, he used to smoke, he had alcohol problem, he had drug problem, and now he's dying. So he kind of, at the end, he felt he wasted his life, but it helped the daughter and the people who listened to him. So even that statement was a positive statement for all the people around who heard him. And when I heard it was, you know, positive for me as well, that do I want to end and saying that, you know, I wasted my life. So I don't know what triggers and sometimes, you know, strange things trigger you and me or someone else, um, but you are right. There is a trigger point and there is a tipping point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that answer. Well, awesome, Krishna. Is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? No, no, thank you for having me. And I enjoyed your young energy of 22. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we go. Awesome. Thank you, Krishna, so much for coming on the show. If you guys are listening to this and you loved what he had to say, you loved the idea of that intermittent silence and that meditation and really connecting with that flame of consciousness, make sure to first download the Relax app and share it with your friends and family, but also just continue to spread that message and reach out to Krishna and maybe connect with him and show him how you can help him share. Maybe you guys can collaborate on something. As we always ask, send this podcast to one to three people. Oh, were you about to say something? Well, relax with two X. Relax with two X's. Yes. All of the ways to contact him as well as a link to the app will be in the show notes. Um, send this show to one to three people you know need to hear the message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.